Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Thursday, January 25th. On today's show, Japan's Moon Sniper successfully makes a pinpoint landing according to the Space Agency, and Japan's Slim Moon Lander is photographed on the lunar surface. Plus, Marshall Smith is appointed Voyager CTO and member of Starlab Space Board of Directors. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with a significant achievement in space exploration. Japan's space agency, JAXA, has successfully landed its moon sniper lander on the lunar surface with unprecedented precision. This achievement makes Japan the fifth country to put a spacecraft on the moon. Here with us to delve deeper into this topic is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this Moon Sniper and its mission? Certainly. The Moon Sniper, officially known as the Smart Lander for Investigating Moon, or SLIM, was designed to land within 100 meters of its target. This is a significant improvement over the conventional accuracy figure of several kilometers. The target was a crater where the Moon's mantle, a deep inner layer, is believed to be exposed on the surface. The mission's project manager, Shinichiro Sakai, has said that the accuracy of the landing was probably within three to four meters. That is indeed impressive. But I understand there were some issues with the mission. Yes, that's correct. Despite the successful landing, slim solar panels have been unable to generate electricity, likely due to incorrect angling. JAXA is hopeful that a change in the sunlight's direction could power it up again. The agency had to shut off its probe three hours after it landed to allow for a possible recovery of the craft. What does this successful landing mean for Japan's space exploration plans? This successful landing is a significant milestone for Japan's space exploration efforts. The country has been expanding its space activities and forging partnerships with the U.S. to address China's growing military and technological influence. Japan is an active participant in NASA's Artemis program and aims to send one of its astronauts to the moon. This mission, in particular, is expected to provide valuable insights about the moon's possible water resources, which could be instrumental in building a base there as a possible stopover on the way to Mars. It certainly sounds like a significant achievement, but what about the setbacks that JAXA has faced? Indeed, JAXA has had its share of challenges. For instance, there was a launch failure in March of the new flagship rocket H3, which was meant to be competitive against others like SpaceX. However, despite these setbacks, the successful landing of the Moon Sniper demonstrates Japan's commitment and capabilities in the field of space exploration. That was Simply Space reporter Michael, shedding light on Japan's recent lunar landing, a significant achievement as Japan has successfully landed its slim spacecraft on the Moon becoming the fifth nation to achieve a soft lunar touchdown. A photo released by the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, or JAXA, shows SLIM resting on the lunar surface. To discuss this further, we have James, our correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this achievement and the SLIM spacecraft? Certainly, David. SLIM, which stands for Smart Lander for Investigating Moon, is a demonstrator spacecraft. It was designed to showcase the technology needed for highly precise planetary landings. SLIM launched last September, along with an X-ray space telescope called XRISM, 
which settled into low Earth orbit. SLIM reached lunar orbit on Christmas Day and made its historic descent to the lunar surface on January 19th. I understand that there were some complications during the landing. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, that's correct. After touchdown, SLIM's handlers couldn't immediately confirm its status and later determined that its solar panels weren't generating electricity. The photo released by JAXA shows SLIM resting on its head, which explains why it hasn't been able to harvest sunlight as expected. Despite these complications, there seems to be some positive news as well, correct? Absolutely. The photo was taken by a ball-shaped robot called LEV-2, also known as Sora-Q, one of two tiny rovers that flew to the moon aboard SLIM. This makes Sora-Q the first Japanese robot to land on the moon and take pictures. The successful operation of these rovers on the lunar surface is a significant achievement for Japan's space exploration efforts. What's the current status of SLIM and what are the plans for its recovery? As of now, SLIM remains alive, though silent, on the lunar surface. JAXA is preparing for a possible recovery of the lander. The mission team holds out hope for a SLIM revival, at least until February 1st, when the sun will set at the probe's landing site. James, thank you for those insights. It's indeed a significant achievement for Japan. Speaking of which, Japan's moon sniper craft has successfully landed on the moon, despite last-minute engine problems. This achievement makes Japan the fifth nation to accomplish a soft lunar landing. The Unmanned Smart Lander for Investigating Moon, or SLIM, was designed to land within 100 meters of a specific spot on a crater, a feat much more precise than the usual landing zone range. Here with more details is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this mission and its significance? Absolutely, David. The SLIM spacecraft, dubbed the Moon Sniper for its precision technology, has indeed made a successful landing on the Moon. The Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, or JAXA, confirmed that the landing point was just 55 meters away from the target, despite engine problems that may have knocked it off course during descent. What was the purpose of this mission, and why was the landing precision so important? The mission was aiming for a specific crater where the moon's mantle, the inner layer beneath its crust, is believed to be exposed on the surface. By analyzing the rocks in this area, JAXA hopes to shed light on the mystery of the moon's possible water resources. This information could be key to building bases on the moon in the future, which could serve as stopovers on the way to Mars. What about the technical issues the craft faced? How did they impact the mission? The lander did experience engine problems during its descent, which could have potentially knocked it off course. Additionally, there were issues with the spacecraft's solar batteries not generating power. As a result, JAXA decided to switch SLIM off with 12% power remaining, with plans for a possible resumption when the sun's angle changes. They're preparing for the resumption of the probe's operations by February 1st. What else can you tell us about the SLIM spacecraft and its capabilities? Two probes detached successfully from SLIM on Saturday, one with a transmitter and another designed to move around the lunar surface, sending images back to Earth. This mini-rover, slightly bigger than a tennis ball, was co-developed by the firm behind the Transformer toys. Despite the technical issues, Mission Control was able to download technical and image data from its descent and the lunar surface before powering down the craft. What does this achievement mean for Japan, considering previous failed lunar missions? 
This is a significant achievement for Japan, especially in light of previous unsuccessful lunar missions. In 2022, Japan unsuccessfully sent a lunar probe named Omotenashi as part of the United States' Artemis One mission. A Japanese startup also attempted to become the first private company to land on the moon, but lost communication with its craft after a hard landing. This successful landing by SLIM marks a major step forward for Japan's space exploration efforts. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, in a shift from the cosmos to corporate, Marshall Smith, former vice president of exploration at Voyager Space, has been appointed as the new chief technology officer of the Denver-based space exploration company. He will also serve on the board of directors at Starlab Space, a joint venture between Voyager and Airbus. Here to delve into this appointment is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about Smith's role at Voyager and Starlab Space? Certainly. As the new CTO of Voyager, Smith will be bringing his extensive experience in the space industry to the table. He will also be advising the team on the development and operations of the Starlab Space Station. This is a significant role as Starlab Space is a planned joint venture between Voyager and Airbus, aiming to make strides in space exploration. Smith has a rich background in the space industry, doesn't he? Indeed. Prior to his new role, Smith served as the Senior Vice President of Commercial Space Stations at commercial space services provider NanoRacks, which is now part of Voyager's exploration segment. In that role, he oversaw the Space Systems Division, which specialized in commercial space station development, autonomous outpost platforms, and support systems. Before joining the private sector, Smith spent nearly four decades at NASA, where he most recently served as Deputy Associate Administrator for Systems Engineering and Integration. What does this appointment mean for Voyager and Starlab Space? Smith's appointment is a significant one. His vast experience in both government and industry, coupled with his technical expertise, makes him a valuable addition to both Voyager and Starlab space. Dylan Taylor, CEO and chairman at Voyager, has expressed confidence in Smith's capabilities, stating that his proven experience and technical acumen makes him the perfect choice for the roles. It will be interesting to see how Smith's leadership will shape the future of Voyager and Starlab space. Thanks for that report, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>